Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, online at robertsrobinson.com. You have no doubt heard the news and seen the video images of the Chinese weather balloon flying, floating over Montana, the Billings area, where the United States has an awful lot of nuclear weapons in silos and ground placements. And you've probably asked yourself, how is this even possible that we allow this? This balloon apparently is flying higher than commercial aircrafts, but not as high as, let's say, a satellite. And initially, my thought on it is, what would a weather balloon from China see flying over Montana that a satellite in space can't see? We allow satellites in space all over the place, and we do it all over the world, but apparently flying in airspace over a country breaks all kinds of international law, and I'm not disputing that. I'll make this perfectly clear from the jump. When this thing was floating out over the ocean, headed toward the United States, I would have shot it down. We have reports now that in the past, America has found Chinese weather balloons like this. They're spy balloons is basically what they are, floating over Hawaii and Guam. So when you hear these reports, hey, this has happened before, I've not seen a report yet that this happened over the continental United States. And I think we would all look at Guam and Hawaii considerably differently than we would look at our nuclear silo installations in Montana and the things going on in the Midwest portion of this country, which we believe is the safest part. Should there be some sort of a world conflict or nuclear war, most people believe living in the interior of this country would be the safest part, but it is also where all of the installations are. There's a reason all the stealth bombers are at White Force Air, uh, Whiteman Air Force Base near Kansas City. There's a reason those planes are all there, Okay. So, you know, we know how defense works. Even on the most basic level 101 class, we kind of understand how all this works. And I, I don't want to get into the, the story could change. Canada didn't warn us, apparently. Trudeau didn't say, hey, it's flying over us. We're saying we knew it was happening out over the ocean. And why we didn't shoot it down over the ocean, I don't know. The Biden administration is now lying, saying we didn't shoot it down because we don't want anybody hurt on the ground. That is all just ridiculous. This is flying over open space in Montana. We could have shot it down over the ocean. They say it's happened before. They're acting like it's no big deal. I really don't care. Now there's reports that Canada says there may be, they're investigating another one flying over Canada that may be headed this way. This is a provocation. That's all this is. I'm not too concerned that their, their spy balloon is seeing something that satellites don't see. Now, again, I, I'm not smart enough to know that, but it stands to reason we can see everything from our satellites. What, what is it that they can see or detect with this balloon other than maybe atmospheric conditions, which I don't know if this is up at 50,000 feet or something. I don't know what the important part of that is. I mean, they, there's all kinds of weather science out there. They know what the, the jet stream is doing, the way the wind blows, what the temperature is. They know We know all these things at altitudes like that. I, I can't even imagine what the Chinese spy balloon is gaining by doing this other than they're poking our president. They're insulting our country. This And look, the rest of this is, you may be really into it, and I'm kind of into it. But for this podcast, what matters is they're poking the bear with a stick. This is no different than when the Iranians took Americans hostages when Jimmy Carter was president. It's no different. The world has said, we're going to do whatever the F we want right now because you're a bunch of chicken spits. And we know it. And Biden's not going to do anything. And the big picture here for me is the countries where we have the worst problems right now. What are the two main countries where we have real issues of, of being just worked over, just completely worked over by the leaders of these two countries? China and Xi and Ukraine and Zelensky, who has apparently an open checkbook to do whatever he wants in his war, and we're going to pay for all of it. Ask yourself the question, is this a coincidence that the two countries right now that are running roughshod over the United States of America are the two countries where the Biden Inc. family for decades has enriched itself and made tens of millions of dollars? They've made their money in China and Ukraine. And now that Joe is president, what do we have? We have those two countries just running all over us in every possible way financial, uh, public insults, domination, threats. The list is too long to even rattle off of what these countries are doing.
do I think China wants to start World War III? Are they going to start shooting nukes over here at us? No, I don't think they want that. I think they know their military is still behind ours. Their advantage that they have is their population. It's easier to win a war when you have what? Five times as many citizens as the country you're fighting? That makes it a lot easier to win a war. Now, they've not been great, and they really don't have a history of that. The Chinese, at their core, are everything um, historically or socially or as a people, everything that we are not. They're proud of their history. They're proud of their traditions. They love their land. They love their, their culture, their people, and they will do anything to protect it. Meanwhile, we're destroying ours. We're letting the socialists take this country over, destroy everything that we always were or have been, any greatness that we've had and enjoyed becoming the greatest civilization in the history of man, we're destroying ourselves. We're doing it all by ourselves. And is there help from China? Yeah, they're taking over our colleges. They're indoctrinating our kids. They're helping teach American young people to hate their country. This is what they do. This is an information war that China has engaged the United States in. They're much more effective at that than trying to start some war that's going to blow up cities and kill people. There's no real gain in that if you want to stay in power. I mean, honestly, if you want to stay in power, you don't want to debilitate your own country in a war and have somebody throw you out. Putin was on the edge of that in the beginning of his conflict with Ukraine, but he has sustained that now, and they're actually economically doing great in Russia. They're just doing great because they're pumping oil. They're pumping oil and all the things that the world needs, and they're raising prices and you saw the record profits of the oil companies. Well, we got record profits in Russia too because they got all the oil and gas and they haven't stopped like we have. Again, we're just committing suicide as a country. You can see it. It's a slow drip. We're simply saying to the world, we don't want to be the world's power anymore. We don't want to be the world's leader. We want to be part of this one world concept and we'll be socialists like everyone else. But what the socialists don't recognize is the same thing that we think of as conservatives. As conservatives, we say, don't, give an inch to the left because it will never be enough. If you give them something, it's never enough. What the socialists don't understand is if you do this and you, and you move this direction and you give this to China and say, look, we're not conservative anymore. We're socialists. We're moving toward kind of our own little dictatorship here like you have there. That won't be enough for the communists. That won't be enough. They'll want the socialist country to become a communist country. That's how it works. What they really would dream of is the five or six biggest nations in the world all being communist and the leaders, the elite in those countries, basically running the earth. That's what they want. It sounds like it's straight out of a Star Wars movie. It does. It does. I don't know what they'd call it, the, the human league or something like that. They would, you know, some sort of league of nations and they would run everything. That is what they want. Because they and their relatives and their people and the people they run with will be in power. And they want to be in power forever because it's a great life. And they really don't care about the rest of us. They really honestly don't. And this is just simply, it's not even a provocation. They say, oh, this is a provocation by China. No, this is an F you to Joe Biden. We think you're such a chicken spit, you won't shoot it down. And if you do shoot it down, now you look bad on the world stage. They've boxed him into a corner. There it is. It's a harmless weather balloon. If the United States shoots it down, we're the bad guys. I mean, this is pathetic. This thing should have been shot down over the water and never allowed to come over the U.S. But Joe Biden can't do it. Ask the question, why won't Joe Biden do it? To me, this is really simple. And this maybe isn't even the people around him this time. Can you imagine, I mean, Joe Biden famously took his son Hunter as vice president on a trip to China. And then they started having business dealings and making money in China. Can you imagine what the Chinese know about Biden Inc? And they will, what they would release. Can you imagine what Zelensky has on Biden Inc? And all of the dealings with the the power and gas company over there that Hunter Biden worked for, making millions of dollars. Can you imagine what these two leaders could do to Joe Biden in the United States if they just started talking, if they just released it? This is the most compromised president of our lifetime. Compromised. 
He's also the most incompetent. I didn't think it was possibly worse than Jimmy Carter, but we've done it. It got worse. America always gets weaker when we go this way. It is what the world wants, and the world is, again, China is just proving to itself we will do whatever the F we want with Joe Biden. And I think this is all related to Taiwan. I think if they're doing this, they're saying, you know what? He's not going to respond in Taiwan. He's not. All he's going to do is send arms, just like he's done in Ukraine. If he's not willing to shoot down this spy balloon over his own land, he's not sending his troops into Taiwan. He's just going to send arms. He's going to send maybe some planes or some, some munitions or whatever. I think that's what they're thinking. I think this is all about how far can we go, and it's probably it's probably somewhere down the road. You know, if this continues, if the Democrats keep winning, they'll probably all be the same because they all have to be entangled and compromised. They all know each other. They've all gotten enriched by China and Ukraine. As, a, as an electorate, we had a president in the White House that had no ties and no cares to these other countries. He did not enrich himself by being a politician, and he was America first. And supposedly we rejected that and said we want to be part of all this. I can't, I cannot get in the minds of young people. I can't. We know they vote wildly Democrat. We also know there was a change last November that that number was down, that some of them are starting to switch, that they're starting to see things and be embarrassed, or maybe they just think Joe Biden's a kooky old man and the other party makes more sense or something. I, I, it, it's hard to say because the president wasn't on the ballot. But there's nothing more to, there's nothing more to see here other than, We'll do what we want with Joe Biden. He's compromised. This guy is an absolute mess. The spokesperson for the Chinese Communist Party says they are a responsible country. They will respect international law and sovereign countries. They want to proceed calmly and carefully. The United States says this is not an active threat. We're trying to avoid injuries on the ground. And they've been monitoring it for multiple days. These are the public statements. We got no warning from Trudeau in Canada, although we say we saw it out over the ocean and could have taken care of it then, but we didn't. It clearly would not have hurt anybody. We shot it down over the ocean. And when we say we've done this before, it's been over Hawaii and Guam before, but they've not done this here. I don't even, I just, I'm so embarrassed. This is what happened. If you're old enough to remember, this is what happened when Jimmy Carter was president and they took the hostage. You're just embarrassed. Like, we are the biggest force on the planet. We're the largest economy on the planet. And we let other countries kick sand in our face? It's just so pathetic. It's not like the Democrats are anti-war. They're the party of war. They just don't want to defend our country. They just want to fight everywhere else, make money for the defense contractors, fatten their own wallets, not worry about who dies and who lives, get richer and richer and richer, and not defend our country. It is the exact opposite of what America's policy should be if we care about America. And it's pretty hard to see about how we care about America. On Capitol Hill yesterday, Ilhan Omar was kicked off the Foreign Intelligence Committee. Well, this is a no-brainer. The Democrats started this. They kicked a couple of Republicans off a few years ago when they had control. They started this. And so Ilhan Omar does not belong on foreign intelligence. She hates Israel. She has tweeted about the evil of Israel. She hates Jewish people. She, she referred to 9-11 as some people did something. Talking about the terrorists. And we shouldn't be biased against them. So people did something. It's, yeah. She wants to dismantle police in this country. She married her freaking brother to become a citizen. Now, nobody's accusing a relationship there, but that's just as fraudulent as can be. They all melt down. on This is the stuff we worry about. They all melt down on Capitol Hill. Well, we've got a Chinese spy balloon flying over Montana. They're melting down that a person of color is being picked on in the House of Representatives. She doesn't belong on the Foreign Affairs Committee. It's clear she can be in other committees. They gave the Democrats an opportunity to put somebody else on. Name a person. Just replace her. And we won't go through this. And they wouldn't do it. So they vote her out. And she's gone. And this is the stuff we get entangled with in this country. That we're worried that she's a person of color and can't be part of this on a foreign intelligence committee. You know what? We don't have much foreign intelligence. If we have Chinese spy balloons flying over Montana, 
and we're allowing that, uh, foreign intelligence seems like an oxymoron to me. It's really a sad state of affairs. On the economy, we have 517,000 new jobs reported in the latest jobs report and an unemployment of 3.4%. Normally, this would be good news. You'd say, hey, that's great. More people are working. Unemployment is down. Typically, very good news, right? A tight labor market fuels inflation. So what they're trying to do with the Fed is raise interest rates. So they want people to stop spending. It goes against every real principle of politics, not economics necessarily, but politics. Politicians that want to get reelected love it when everybody's working, unemployment is low, and people are spending money. But not right now because that's fueling inflation. And they say this latest report will fuel more inflation and that that can be problematic for an economy. And obviously the one thing that they're trying to do is slow that. So the market's opened down a little bit just a little bit on Friday. At the open, it went down about 150 points. But it won't be well-received, I guess, by a lot of economists that we have more jobs, more people working, and lower unemployment. Man, I thought those were the numbers you always went striving for. We'll see, but it's pretty interesting. I'm not an economist. It gets really confusing for me trying to figure out with these economic numbers what's good and what's bad. And I'm not sure that a lot of people in the industry know because we see different reactions on different times from different reports with interest rates or job market or these things. We, we just, it's so uncertain with Joe Biden and the Democrats running this country right now. There's, you, cannot, you cannot take a blank canvas and paint a picture of what you think will happen economically right now in the United States. You just can't. They just appear to be as incompetent at this as they are at keeping Chinese spy balloons out of our country. They don't know how to do it. They don't know what to do or how to do it, and they keep trying different things, and none of them seem to be working. Now, for me, I'm generally speaking pretty happy that more people are working. Get them off unemployment. Go back to work. This seems like a fundamental part of what you are as a nation and a pretty good thing. Inflation is, is more a political reason than anything else. You can't, when, you have, when you have bad inflation, you lose elections. It's a big thing. But if more people are working and salaries are increasing and there is inflation, for a lot of people, it's almost a push. It's not that big of a deal for most people that are, you know, gainfully employed and living their lives. For the lower end of the spectrum, it's tough. No doubt. No doubt. When, when eggs are a dollar a piece, a dollar a dozen, you know, th- these are easy choices for me. Like I went to the store this week and I didn't buy eggs. And I didn't think they were that high. I thought I saw them for like $5.99 for a dozen. I mean, I don't know. I, I look at things differently. That's 50 cents an egg. I eat two eggs for breakfast and a piece of toast. That, that meal cost me a dollar. It doesn't seem bad. But that, I guess that's higher than they've been. I know some people are saying they're a dozen. Eggs is $12 now or $10.99 or whatever. But for people with lower income, I get it. But if that's too high, you just don't buy eggs. You eat something else. I, I, th- I think it's manageable. I think most of the inflation is manageable. And I think they're really, really worried about pe- lower income families that vote for Democrats. And that is the big issue they have here with the economics of what we're doing. KKHI is brought to you by Horn Law on, lo- on, lo- on line, on loan. Been talking about it. We got a loan, loan story coming up next with Joe Biden. He took out a loan. Oh, you're going to love this one. Anyway, no loan needed for Horn Law. <laughs> Doug's a great dude, man. I've gotten to know him over the past several months, almost year. And he's really passionate about helping people. He's your advocate. He's been doing this for 32 years and he's seen everything. If you get involved in some sort of a car accident, maybe it's an insurance claim for your car, maybe it's an injury for you, just make the call to Horn Law. And the call is obviously free and you'll speak with Doug personally and he'll guide you on what to do, whether or not it becomes something that he represents you on which you don't have to pay up front, or whether it's, hey, you need to speak with this person, or I've got a person that's an insurance expert, this is an insurance claim, we'll get this done for you. He knows Kansas and Missouri law inside and out. He's been doing it for 32 years here. So if you've been involved in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, he's your guy. He's highly rated and reviewed. He is not um, 
you know, this has to sound right, okay? He's not flamboyant. He's not in any way over the top. He doesn't get excited. He's very calm. He's very professional. He sees these things very clearly, and that's what you need is a steady hand. You need a low-key professional to get you going in the right direction. That's exactly who Doug Horn is. He is a, you will not believe how, it's a good man. It's a good man that's helped a lot of people, and he can help you if you're involved in a car accident, which can just flat out be overwhelming. Flat out. Many of you have experienced it. I've experienced it. It can be overwhelming. You don't know where to turn. Here's your guy. Hornlaw.com. Doug Horn is your man in Kansas or Missouri. North Kansas City Dental, online at nkcdental.com. And TI Scrubs, you know, they, they wear the TI Scrubs at NKC Dental. All of the uh, hygienists and Dr. Bush, and they're running around in their Mahomes Scrubs and Travis Kelsey Scrubs. If you're a healthcare worker, healthcare professional, these are high-end scrubs. TI Scrubs are awesome. It's basically like Under Armour material. Much more comfortable than the crunchy scrubs that they ask you to work in every day. Check them out online, tiscrubs.com. And there are all kinds of cool things there with Chiefs scrubs. Heck, if you're an Eagles fan, they're there. There's a whole bunch of different football teams there. But they're not all football. These, this is a healthcare site. Most of the scrubs at TI Scrubs are in blue or green or white or whatever. They're just more comfortable and better to work in. Check them out online at tiscrubs.com, the favorite of NKC Dental. Online at nkcdental.com. Proud to wear TI Scrubs. Call 816-471-2911. To make an appointment at North Kansas City Dental and Dr. Bill Bush. And my man Mark Lindquist at 360 Document Solutions, 360DocumentSolutions.com. Pretty simple concept here for your business. You save money and become more productive when you work with 360 Document Solutions. You have operating systems and machines at your workplace. If you let Mark and his team come in and consult with you, it is likely. Not always, not always a guarantee. It is likely, A, you will like them and have a lot in common with them because we're all in the family together here. And two, they're going to find a way to get you into better equipment, better systems, and save you money. Every business wants that. They can get you out of your current leases and current equipment, whether we're talking about copiers, printers, KIP black and white, color-wide format, IT solutions, mail systems, phone systems, outsourcing IT, any of these things. They'll do an analysis for free. So call Mark at 913-745-5344. Mark is really, really, really into his business, which means he's into your business. He wants to help. He is great at this. He's not good at this. He's great at this. 360documentsolutions.com, 913-745-5344. If your business is anywhere in western Missouri or anywhere in the entire state of Kansas, they will come to you. They have folks all over the two states. Okay, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the Hunter Biden laptop. The, the, the legal, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I always look at things that I hear legally like I'm on the jury. <laughs> We've got apparently the highest priced lawyer there is, this Democrat dude. He's got, his name's Abby something. His name is Abby. Abby, I forget the last name. And supposedly like the best lawyer in the country. Most expensive, certainly. This lawyer, at the same time, is saying, we're not acknowledging that the laptop is real, but they're investigating and filing charges against the laptop owner, uh, the, the shop owner, the repair shop owner, and others that have seen information from this, whether those be politicians, FBI, lawyer. They're saying this is illegal because while the laptop may have actually been, at that point, owned by the shop owner, because Hunter Biden didn't get it after 90 days, and he signed a contract that said, the laptop is yours after 90 days. The lawyer makes the argument that the, the material inside the laptop does not belong to the owner of the shop, and they're trying to jail this guy. They want the FBI and the Department of Justice to arrest the guy that owned the shop and jail him and prosecute him. But at the same time, the lawyer and the legal team for Hunter Biden is saying, we're not admitting or saying that that laptop is real or it's Hunter Biden's. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm on a jury. Case dismissed. This is ridiculous. If you, want, if you want to jail people for reading and disseminating the material inside the laptop, you have to first acknowledge that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> they won't do that. These people are idiots, man. 
I mean, this is just nuts. So here's what we learned when they started investigating Hunter Biden. Joe Biden took out a $250,000 line of credit on his beach house. Now, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Well, it's a very normal American thing to do. If you have equity in your home and you run into a, a problem and you need some money, you can sometimes get that out of a home equity line or a second mortgage, and people do that. So it does sound very common man. Much better than say, you know, I sold a million dollars worth of my interest in a Ukrainian company or this Chinese entity. I don't know where he's got his money stashed, but they say the Bidens are worth hundreds of millions of dollars now. And I think it would be really interesting to know what his assets are and where he holds them. But He damn sure ain't selling those while he's president. So when I was asking myself, why would he get 250? Well, he needs, it's probably a retainer. The legal bills on Hunter are going to be way higher than that with the lawyers he's hired. I mean, this is going to go into the millions of dollars they're going to spend trying to defend him, which is crazy. Just let him get convicted and pardon his ass. I don't understand. That's why I don't get excited about any of this. Hunter Biden's a criminal. He's been a criminal his whole life. Sorry to say, he served in our military, got kicked out for doing drugs. That's a crime. He's, he's committed so many crimes, you can't count them all and keeps getting away with it. So I don't get excited about these things. You know, people all on the left always get excited. We're going to lock Trump up. He's going to jail. Isn't going to happen. Not going to happen. They're not jailing Donald Trump. And Hunter Biden's not going to jail. He's not likely to get convicted of anything. Even if he does, his dad pardons him. This is ridiculous. Or any other Democrat in power pardons him. So forget about it. Forget about that part. But it is interesting that daddy took out a $250,000 loan when they have all that money. And it is speculated that that was some sort of retainer. It was, they wanted to take personal money out of a personal residence and give it to the lawyers to get started on defending Hunter that way instead of something that would draw the spotlight from so many people like, I don't know, selling stock in a Chinese energy company. That wouldn't look good. I thought about leading with this next story. This fits in um, really nicely to a theme that we've had here going locally. It started way back with my high school, the Shawnee Mission North Indians. The Shawnee Indian Mission, according to natives, was a, a racist mission. If you've been watching the new show, Yellowstone spinoff 1923, you've seen an Indian mission in Montana that was, it's been very rough to the native children there and tough on them as they're trying to teach them to be, for lack of a better term, Americans. Well, the Shawnee Indian Mission was like that. Most people claim that the man who started it was a, he was a preacher and he was a racist and all these other things. And they brought in all these native kids and tried to teach them how to be Americans, how to, you know, farm smarter, learn English, read, do all these different things. We're going to, we're going to Americanize you. That's what the Shawnee Indian Mission was. It's at 53rd and Shawnee Mission Parkway in Fairway. I used to go by it every day on my school bus to Old Mission Junior High. Old Mission, you get the theme here. The Shawnee Indian Mission dominated this area, was a big deal, and we named everything after it. And how you can drop the name Indians from my high school, but not the Shawnee Mission part, is beyond me. I don't understand that. I don't know why we don't change the names of the roads. Well, the state of Kansas and the Historical Society run the Shawnee Indian Mission buildings. They're historical sites. They're historical sites. They're cool. And they're crumbling, and they need aid. They need money. A Republican in the state of Kansas had a great idea. He puts forth two Kansas bills that says, great, we'll fund this. We got to take care of these buildings. These are historical sites. But we want them off the books. We'll take care of, we'll do this for now. We want them off the books. Let's give them to the Shawnee Indians. Let's give them back to the Shawnee tribe. Shawnee tribe says, that sounds great. Oh, a couple other tribes didn't like that idea. But it gets worse. The city of Fairway says, hell no. Hell no. They're arguing now it doesn't need any work. We don't want anything done here. Don't touch anything. Leave Fairway alone. Now, wait. The Republicans want to give this land and these buildings back to the Shawnee tribe and let them own and operate it. And the liberals in Fairway are saying, no, 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 not in our town. No, you can't do that here in Fairway. Wait, what? The liberals that are out there taking the name off my school, trying to take the name off the Kansas City Chiefs, and they got a chance 
to just vote yes and give this land and these buildings back to the Shawnee tribe, and they're pitching a bitch. No, 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 we can't do that. The Republicans have taken care of this. They've written into this legislation, if they pass it, that the Shawnee tribe cannot build a casino. There can be no gaming. Um, and they can't use it for commercial purposes, basically. They can't build restaurants there. That it's a historical site. The state will fund it initially and get it started. And the, the Shawnee tribe from then on is going gonna, is gonna to own and operate this land. And they can make it the tribute they want to make it. Oh, God, no, not in Fairway. Folks, this is in the backyard of the worst liberals in Kansas City. These are the uber-rich, the kids that go to Pembroke, okay? This is the uber-rich. This is steps away from Mission Hills and Prairie Village and all these places where all these liberals are buying up these big homes and taking the thing over. This is what's taking over Johnson County and the vote. It is just like the most liberal area you could possibly be. And they're against giving the land and the buildings to the Shawnee tribe. No, not where we live. Can we move these buildings to Olathe? <laughs> Can we take them out to West Lenexa? Not here, not around us. We're scared. Here's what they're frightened of. They are scared to death of what the Shawnee tribe will do there. Like, okay, we've set it up to where it can't be a commercial operation, but what are they going to do? Oh, God, what if they built one of those giant touristy teepees and played loud music all day? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> not in fairway, not right here by all these rich people. No, they can't have this. The state must own it. The historical society must run it. And the city of fairway must have jurisdiction over it. Wait, what? That's what fairway has now. And that's what they want. The state funds it. The historical society operates it. And fairway has jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> you rotten colonialists. Oh, good Lord. These people are unbelievable, man. They are absolutely unbelievable. I can't think of a better idea than giving this back to the Shawnee tribe. Get it off the state budget as fast as you can. And it's their land and their buildings and their heritage. We're not celebrating the racists that built the place. Let the Shawnee tribe do whatever they want there. Whatever they want. Perfect. Give them their piece of land. Let them go. You can't have a casino. Okay? No gaming. And you can't have a commercial operator. You can't run a restaurant there. Something like that. But it's yours. Oh, God knows, say the Democrats. We can't give land and buildings back to the natives. <laughs> oh, my God. This is too fun. This podcast is just too fun. The things that I get to talk about here... Compared to when I was on radio, this is so good. This should, this should be like the big, I should have led with it. I probably should have led with this story, but I led with a local story yesterday and the Chinese balloon is flying over. So I just had to do it. But my God, can you imagine that liberals are heads are exploding in fairway? Oh my God. How about the soccer moms? <gasps> can you imagine all the angry Karens worried about, they're going to put for sale signs in their yard. Oh my God. The Shawnee tribe is taking this thing over. I got to get out of here. That's a blocking away from our house. It's, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> it's bad enough that St. Agnes and Bishop Measia right over there and all these conservative Catholics are showing up every Sunday, driving into where we live. Their anti-abortion stance. Those people, yeah, at least they're just here on Sunday. <laughs> Jeez. KKHI is proud to be affiliated with Finch Knife Company online at finchknifeco.com. Spencer and Steve are great Kansas Citians. They have uh, owned and operated businesses prior to this, but this is their passion now. This is what they truly love. They love designing and creating these beautiful pocket knives. You can collect these as pieces of art, put them in a glass case in your man cave and display them, or just buy one and carry it every day. You're going to love the Finch pocket knife. 154-centimeter U.S. steel blades keep life from getting dull. Social media won't let them advertise, you know, their knives. So they have trouble spreading the word about who and what they are. But whether you're a dealer or a direct buyer, you're going to love your Finch knife. You can see them at Shields and Overland Park. They're ready to ship right now. They've got multiple collections 
available on the website, finchknifeco.com. My favorite part is when you order a Finch knife, it comes with a Band-Aid. <laughs> I just think that's clever as hell. When they ship it to you, seriously, you get it inside the kit. There's a little sticker, and there's some cool things that come with a knife and one Band-Aid. I just think that's as clever as it gets. Finchknifeco.com. Advantage Termite and Pest Control, the only pest control company the Keatsmans have ever used. Online at AdvantageTPC.com. 913-768-8989. Ask Aaron and his team about bundling for a discount. You can add all kinds of things. Lawn care, wildlife, mosquitoes, termites, and of course, your regular pest control. Refer a friend and get $25 off. That's exactly right. If you have signed up, many of you have. Many of you have signed up. Call them up and say, I'm referring a friend through KKHI and 25 bucks is coming your way. That's free money. What's wrong with that? AdvantageTPC.com. Fry Orthodontics with 13 locations in our area. Your smile is just the start at Fry Orthodontics. It's really about the process. It's about the treatment. It's about the, the feeling you get when you're there. It is not, uh-oh, I got to go do this today. It's okay. This is pretty cool. And for some of the kids, it's like, great. I'm out of school here for a couple hours. Maybe have a little lunch with my mom or dad. Go over to Fry Orthodontics, get my treatment, my adjustment, get the work done, and they make it fun. And it should be. It should, this should not be something that you just dread. It shouldn't. Invisalign and braces are the same price. Nobody else does that. Invisalign obviously is less intrusive and for many a, a better option, but your option is up to you. And if you'd like a free consultation, log on to fryorthodontics.com, dial them up the closest one near you, mention Kevin Keatsman has issues, and your first appointment is free. They'll take a look at you and tell you exactly what you got. Appreciate Dr. Jeremy and all they do at Fry Orthodontics. Okay, um, before we get to sports, I'm going to give you my favorite uh, fun news story. We all call this the person of the week. Our person of the week this week is a six-year-old boy from Michigan. His name is Mason. Mason is very, very smart. He started reading at two and a half. He is six, and he's, like, really smart. Smart little kid. His mom orders some carryout or some delivery on Grubhub a few nights ago. And then she puts the phone down and Mason takes the phone and sneaks off to the basement like an ornery little bugger he is. The app is still open. He's on Grubhub. Mason orders over $1,000 worth of restaurant orders from multiple restaurants and tipped every single one of them 25%. <laughs> All of a sudden, pizzas started showing up. Chili cheese fries, chicken pita wraps, multiple restaurants, cars. I think these might have all been individual orders for him. And he's a smart kid, so I don't, I, I, he had to know they were coming, that if he ordered it, they'd come. He had to know that. They said it took hours, multiple restaurants, cars were pulling in the driveway as others were pulling out. One after another, they called the restaurants. The restaurants said, no, you got to call Grubhub. They called Grubhub. They tried to get the stuff stopped. Still, two hours later, they'd had most of it delivered, and it was paid for, and the parents were beside themselves over what happened here. They explained to little Mason that there are consequences to things like this, and do you understand the seriousness of what you did that it's equivalent of stealing? You essentially stole from your mom and dad. And so he sort of got that, but she said, I'm not really sure he understands completely the concept of stealing from his mom and dad. So they said, well, we'll show you what that means. We'll go get your piggy bank. They went to his piggy bank. He'd had a birthday in November and some other things that he had made some chores and some money for. And there was $115 in the piggy bank. They took all of it from Mason and said, this is only paying part of what you stole. And he looks down on the floor and he sees a penny, and he picks it up, and he drops it in the piggy bank, and he says, I got a penny toward the rest of it. <laughs> Six-year-old boy. Now, this story has, I don't know if this is the good part or the bad part of the story. I think it's the bad part. I'd rather have the pain inflicted. I'd rather, you know, th th I would rather that be the end of the story. But there's been so much attention and publicity for Grubhub on this story now that they have given a $1,000 gift card to the parents. Okay. Look, I saw the house and I saw the driveway. If you have in your mind, 
Home Alone here, which is what I immediately thought of was little Kevin and Home Alone. And obviously a rich family that's all going off to Paris or wherever they went for the holidays, this big family. Those were rich people in Chicago, and little Kevin has left home in this big fancy house. That's not what this looked like to me. This looked like some pretty regular folks that have a kid that's smart, but they just ordered some Grubhub in their dinner, and then the app was open, and he just went and laid waste to it. Like a $1,300 Grubhub tab. Oh, my. Kids are fun, man. I can't See, I can't wait to have grandkids because I will laugh that off. I will laugh all day long at my kids if something like that happens to them. Sorry. All the money that I've spent on you and the time and all this and the headaches and the heartaches and the laughs and the love. It's a big, giant bundle of human joy, parenthood is. But it is every possible emotion. And I can't imagine what these parents were feeling and thinking. That's fantastic. Now, I don't want my kid to be saddled with a $1,300 tab, but I think it would be funny if I heard a story of one of my grandkids grabbing the phone and, you know, he didn't like what they ordered and dialing up a couple of pizzas or something. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I love that. Love that story. All right, on to football. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, if you haven't heard. Travis Kelsey's been talking on his podcast again this week with his brother, Jason. Jason asked him, what did Andy Reid think when you lateraled that ball to McKinnon and almost turned it over? And Kelsey said, I can't tell you that. And Jason said, well, now, wait a second. I need to know. He said, I can't tell you what he said. He goes, come on. When you walked over to the sideline, what did he say to you? He said, I can't tell you what he said. All you got to know is I didn't do it again. And then Jason said something to the effect of, okay, well, that's reasonable because you weren't very good at it. He said, look, we're just trying to keep defenses honest when we do stuff like that. Then Kelsey said, he, he suggested that it would have been better if Andy didn't say anything because later in the first quarter, he should have tossed the third and 19, third and goal, the, the pass that Kelsey caught. He could have easily tossed it to Noah Gray, and it looked like Gray would have scored. Kelsey said on the podcast, Gray would have scored. I was afraid to do it, but if I tossed it to him, it would have scored. He said I'd have tossed it really hard, and he was on the sideline. If anything bad happened, it would have gone out of bounds, and we'd have still kicked the field goal. He goes, that was the perfect place for me to lateral it. And I was afraid to do it. Man, Kelsey's just giving it all away. I love that. We also learned that McCole Hardman is likely out for the Super Bowl, pretty much out. He came back for the AFC Championship game, played in 15 snaps. You're going to read some reports out there that says he hasn't played since they played the Bengals in the regular season. But Hardman was out there for 15 snaps, 27 total yards in the game last Sunday. But it does not look like McCole Hardman will be available for the Super Bowl. We went over the injury list yesterday, and I mentioned, look, he's the worst one. It's unlikely that he's going to play. And I don't think he will play. And now Andy Reid says it doesn't look like he's going to play. So there you have it. McCole Hardman not likely to play in the Super Bowl. In golf, I've been watching the PGA Tour at Pebble Beach. It's kind of interesting to see the course now after I've played it. But my God, this field is terrible. The most interesting thing I saw yesterday was Josh Allen hit a golf ball. And Jake Owen, the country singer, grabbing a guitar and singing Lukenbach, Texas, to the fans gathered around the tee box. I don't know the player that's in the lead. I've never heard of him. I don't know most of the players in the top 10 or 15. Scott Stallings is there. I've heard of him. Katayama's there, I think. I've heard of him. But most of them I've never even heard of. PGA Tour is in trouble. They're in real trouble. They kept showing Jordan Spieth, which was fine, but Spieth's not close to the lead. And it will get better this weekend. They'll be, all be playing Pebble Beach. You'll have a leaderboard, and there will probably be a name player or two work their way to the top. But meanwhile, the Live Golf Tour is getting ready to go with Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Brooks Kepka, Bubba Watson, Sergio Garcia, you name it. They're all there. They're all there, and they're all playing. Ian Poulter, they're there. Plenty more. Big stars getting ready to play in all their events, by the way. They don't skip events on that tour. You play them all because there's not as many events so that you have to be committed to all of them unless you're injured. And they are, and Phil Mickelson has become more active on Twitter now. So remember Phil Mickelson was the, the you know, he's conservative, so the media just went all after him, like all after him. When he took his $200 million, and they're like, Phil is the problem here. Phil is the worst human being on earth. Phil is a, the worst golfer on earth. We hate Phil. We hate Phil. Well, what's Phil learned since then? He still gets to play in the Masters. If he qualifies, he can play in the U.S. Open. They're not keeping him out of these other majors. So he's missing Pebble Beach this week. Okay, he's won there. He's been there, done that. He's over on Live, starting a new tour, which is probably exciting for these guys. 
to try to build something and promote something and see if it works because they will credit themselves, not the Saudis or the money. They will credit themselves. If this tour takes off and the TV ratings are anywhere near what the PGA Tour ratings are, they will, they'll credit themselves. So Phil's letting it fly on Twitter now, and somebody suggested, hey, this is the funnest thing we've ever seen in golf as you guys going back and forth, Patrick Reed fighting with Rory McIlroy and things like that. We would love to see a Ryder Cup-style match between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. And Phil tweeted, hey, that would be interesting and fun. And then he wrote, but, quote, we would dominate them so soundly, it would be over so quickly, the TV would have to fill an hour of dead time. <laughs> Here's your Ryder Cup team. Phil, DJ, Reed, Kepka, Bubba, Sergio. I can go on and on. There's plenty more over in Live. Who are they going to play against? <laughs> Tom Kim? Tom Kim is the hot new player on the PGA Tour. Have you ever heard of him? No, you haven't. Of course you haven't. Uh, this is interesting as hell. I, I'm going to say what I've said from the start, and I'm I am more emboldened and of belief now that I'm 100% going to be right, that golf is about the players, the fame of the players, and the PGA Tour, at all costs, should sit down at the negotiating table and build out a schedule for 2024 and beyond, sign a 10-year deal with Liv, say, we recognize your tournaments, cap it at this number, whatever you can get them to cap it at. I'd try to get them to cap it at 12, if you could. Cap it at 12, take any guys you want from our tour for those 12 events, and we'll let you go up against the John Deere Classic and, you know, these lesser tournaments that we have. We'll work the schedule out, but we want those guys to be available for some of our bigger events. Players' Championship, Pebble Beach, some of these others. We would like them to be in our events. Let's work it out. PGA Tour, to this point, is not even willing to sit down and discuss it, and I don't understand it. I just don't, I don't understand it. The Live Tour is now going to be on the CW, which is over-the-air television, but a lot of people are, oddly enough, in this country – going back to putting tiny little antennas on their TV and getting whatever local channels they can free. The kids like to stream, and they just see that as streaming through the air. If you put one of those little antennas on your TV, you could probably get six or seven, eight channels in Kansas City pretty good with a tiny little $12 antenna on your TV, and the CW is one of them. So the golf will be there too. Not that the kids are necessarily going to be watching, but interesting that it will now be televised, and you'll have a chance to watch live golf. Hey, thanks to our friends over at Cross Kitchen KC for extending the free countertops offer through February. Call for details. You do not have to do your job right away now. He's filled up his schedule the next few weeks, which is great. Anytime this year, you can get on the schedule. If you want to do it in June when you're on vacation, if you want to do it in the fall, it's, it's around your schedule now. Cross Kitchens KC, family-owned and operated, kitchen remodeling, man caves, bathrooms, or just countertop replacements and, and uh, flooring, things like that. Qualifying jobs to find out if your job qualifies for free countertops, call Tim Cross at 816-898-7047, crosskitchenskc.com. Jocelyn's Jewelry, guys, you're two weeks away, not even. From Valentine's Day, go get something that sparkles. Come on. Go into Jocelyn's, say Kevin sent us. They all know me in there. Anybody you talk to, hey, Kevin talks about this place all the time. They will treat you like family. They'll shake your hand. They'll tell you Thanks. Then they're going to want to talk about me a little bit, but be nice. Everybody be nice. Be nice. Joslyn's Jewelry, 95th and Antioch. And Window World, John Gillette and his team jumped on board. First sponsor in on KKHI. So we just made him, the, we call him the title sponsor since he was the first one to say yes. Window World, simply the best for less. 816-799-0820. They're the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs. Anywhere in Kansas or Missouri, parts of Iowa, Illinois, Window World has you covered. Log on to windowworld.com and find out how you can uh, save money on your energy bills, get better windows, and get the very best deal on American-made products with Window World. Love those guys. Oh, and all of our sponsors are at the KK list. More and more people are going there saying, I can find you there. The more people that go to the KK list and find the sponsor that way, the less time I have to talk about the sponsors on the podcast. Ah! Look at it that way. There's something in this for you. Shorter reads, fewer reads. I can do fewer reads if people just go to the KK list. And you find the sponsors that way, and you get your estimates or give them a chance to earn your business. 
thekklist.com. You got to put the the in it. It's T-H-E, the kklist.com. Everybody's there. All the sponsors are there. It's the place to go. And the more you go there and, and you know, reach out to the sponsors that way, the less I have to talk about on the podcast, which for some of you, you may like that. All right. He's talking less about the sponsors. The KK list. That's, what, that's why we designed it. That's why we designed it that way. College basketball this weekend. Woo. Not going in depth here at all. Kansas, if you like college basketball, here's your triple header Saturday. 11 o'clock, KU at Iowa State. 3 o'clock, Texas at K-State. 5 o'clock, Missouri at Mississippi State. That's pretty good. Nobody up against each other. They're all lined up in a row. Now, nobody, I don't think, is going to take their entire Saturday and sit there from 11 o'clock until 7 o'clock and watch college basketball. But it is nice that they're lined up. And if the games are close, you know how to plan accordingly to watch the last 10 minutes of those games and see how the other ones finish if it's not your team. Uh, I'm going to go bold here. I, I I love the way Kansas is playing. But I'm going to write them down for a loss at Iowa State. I am also going to write Kansas State down for a loss, even though they beat Texas the first time. They're playing at home. That would be Kansas State's first home loss of the year. They're doing a couple things when I watch them play that I don't like. And Texas is good. I'm not... I'm not I'm, if I'm going to put a rating on this, I'll give you a star rating, one to five, on how certain I am. I'm I'm taking bold predictions in both of these, okay? So I know I'm going against the grain. Most people believe Kansas will win, so I'm going against the grain there. I'm on a scale of one to five, two, confident that that's going to happen. Texas beating K-State on a scale of one to five, I'm two and a half confident on that. It's probably a 50-50 game. But a 50-50 game for me means there's 50% chance K-State could lose. And Missouri at Mississippi State, at Missouri seems like they're – it's hard to take them on the road. It's hard. Uh, but I'm going to I, I'm gonna go Mizzou. I just – I like the way they're creating shots. They're just getting so open. When you're shooting threes like that, your offense is clicking. They are – they're getting better offensively knowing exactly what they're doing. But the right hand and the left hand know each other. The previous Missouri teams we've watched through the years, last many years, you didn't have any idea what they were trying to do out there. But right now, watching Missouri offensively, you can see what they're doing, and they're good at it. So I'm going to give a slight lean to Missouri winning another road game and beating a team that I think most of us would say, hey, they should beat, but um, it's a road game. Mississippi State, go get them. There it is, your college basketball weekend right in front of you. Hey, have your friends, if you don't mind, listen to the podcast or hit the like or follow or subscribe button. That would be awesome if you could do that for us. We certainly appreciate it. And mostly we just appreciate you being here almost every single day. Most of you listen uh, regularly, and that is an absolute honor to have you on board and a blessing that the podcast is working and people are enjoying it. So thank you so much for your support in every possible way and have a fabulous weekend from Kevin and Jessica at KKHI. Thanks for listening to Kevin Keatsman Has Issues, presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet Buick GMC. To get exclusive patrons-only podcasts, receive a weekly newsletter, and attend in-person patrons-only parties, visit kkhasissues.com and become a patron today. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media Incorporated. Ah!